still on the road and for your delectation. Three anonymous, late 18th century, a song. Young I am and yet unskilled, how to make a lover yield, how to keep and how to gain, when to love and when to feign. Take me, take me some of you, while I yet am young and true, ere I can my soul disguise, heave my breasts and roll my eyes. Stay not till I learn the way, how to lie and to betray. He that has me first is blessed, for I may deceive the rest. Could I find a blooming youth full of love and full of truth, brisk and of a jaunty mien, I should long to be fifteen. How can I keep my maidenhead anonymous? How can I keep my maidenhead, my maidenhead, my maidenhead? How can I keep my maidenhead among so many mon? Oh, the captain bade a guinea for it, a guinea for it, a guinea for it. The captain bade a guinea for it, the colonel he bade ten. Oh. But I'll do as my mini did, my mini did, my mini did. But I'll do as my mini did, for siller I hae none, oh. I'll gae it to a bonny lad, a bonny lad, a bonny lad. I'll gae it to a bonny lad, for just as good again, oh. The fickle maid, anonymous. Fair and soft and gay and young, all charm she played, she danced, she sung. There was no way to escape the dart, no care could guard the lover's heart. Ah, why cried I and dropped a tear, with so much sweetness made for one. But growing bolder in her ear, I in soft numbers told my care. She heard and raised me from her feet, and seemed to glow with equal heat, like heavens too mighty to express. My joys could but be known by guess. Ah, fool, said I, what have I done to wish her maid for more than one? But long I had not been in view, before her eyes their beams withdrew. Ere I had reckoned half her charms, she sank into another's arms. But she that once could faithless be will favor him no more than me. He too will find himself undone, and that she was not made for one. Here's one by a lady, Mary Wortley Montague, The Lover, A Ballad, 1758. One, at length by so much importunity pressed, take Congreve at once the inside of my breast. This stupid indifference so often you blame is not owing to nature, to fear, or to shame. I'm not so cold as a virgin in lead. 
nor is Sunday sermon so strong in my head. I know but too well how time flies along, that we live but few years, and yet fewer are young. Two, but I hate to be cheated and never will buy long years of repentance for moments of joy. Oh, was there a man, but where shall I find good sense and good nature so equally joined? Would value his pleasure, contribute to mine, not meanly would boast, nor would lewdly design, not over-severe, yet not stupidly vain, for I would have the power, though not give the pain. Three, no pedant yet learned, nor rake helly gay, or laughing because he has nothing to say, to all my whole sex obliging and free, it ne'er be he fond of any but me. In public preserve the decorum that's just, and show in his eyes he is true to his trust. Then rarely approach and respectfully bow, but not fulsomely pert or foppishly low. For when the long hours of public are past, and we meet with champagne and a chicken at last, May every fond pleasure that moment endear be banished afar both discretion and fear. Forgetting or scorning the airs of the crowd, he may cease to be formal and I to be proud. Till lost in the joy, we confess that we live, and he may be rude, and yet I may forgive. Five, and that my delight may be solidly fixed. Let the friend and the lover be handsomely mixed, in whose tender bosom my soul may confide, whose kindness can soothe me, whose counsel can guide. From such a dear lover as here I describe, no danger should fright me, no millions should bribe. But till this astonishing creature I know, as I long have lived chaste, I will keep myself so. Sucks. I never will stare with the wanton coquette or be caught by a vain affectation of wit. The toasters and songsters may try all their art, but never shall enter the pass of my heart. I loathe the lewd rake, the dressed foppling despise. Before such pursuers, the nice virgin flies. And as Ovid has sweetly in parables told, we harden like trees and like rivers grow cold. And let's continue with Mrs. St. Livre, a song. 1761. As I walked forth one May morning, I heard a pretty maid sweetly sing. As she sat under the cow a milking, shall I be married a Tuesday? Amon looks smug upon Tuesday. I pray thee, sweetheart, what makes thee to marry? Is your maidenhead grown a burden to carry? Or are you afraid that you will miscarry? I pray thee now tarry till Wednesday. 
I pray, good sir, don't wish me such ill. I've kept it these seven years against my own will. I have made a vow, and I will it fulfill, that I will be married on Tuesday. So I mon look smug upon Tuesday. On Tuesday morn it will be all my care to powder my locks and to curl up my hair, and two pretty maids for to wait on me there. So I mon look smug on Tuesday, so fine and so smug on Tuesday. Then two young men to the church will me bring, where my husband will give me a gray gold ring. But at night he will give me a far better thing. <laughs> so I'm on look smug on Tuesday, so fine and smug on Tuesday. Matthew Pryor, Chaste Florimel. No, I'll endure 10,000 deaths, ere any farther I'll comply. O oh, sir, no man on earth that breathes had ever yet his hand so high. O oh, take your sword and pierce my heart, undaunted see me meet the wound. O oh, will you act a Tarquin's part, a second Lucrece you have found. Thus to the pressing quarry dawn, Flo poor Florimel, unhappy maid, fearing by love to be undone and broken dying accents said. Delia, who held the conscious door, inspired by truth and brandy, smiled, knowing that 16 months before our Lucrece had her second child. And hark ye, madam, cried the bod, none of your flights, your high rope dodging. Be civil here or march abroad, oblige the squire or quit the lodging. Oh, have I, Florimel went on, have I then lost my Delia's aid? Or shall such forsaken virtue run if by her friends she is betrayed? O curse on empty friendship's name, Lord, what is all our future view? Then, dear destroyer of my fame, let my last succour be to you. From Delia's rage and fortune's frown, a wretched, lovesick maid deliver. O tip me but another crown, dear sir, and make me yours forever. Since we your husband daily see, by Matthew Pryor. Since we your husband daily see, so jealous out of season, Phyllis, let you and I agree to make him so with reason. I'm vexed to think that every night a sot within thy arms, tasting the most divine delight, should sully all your charms. While fretting, I must lie alone, cursing the powers divine that undeservedly have thrown a pearl unto a swine. Then Phyllis heal my wounded heart, my burning passion cool. Let me at least in thee have part with thy insipid fool.
The night is come that will allow, 1720, from a play called Pills to Purge Melancholy. The night is come that will allow no longer any coyless now, but every freedom must to love be given. What though the shadows of the night withdraw her beauty from his sight, the youth another way, another way, another way will find his heaven. See, see the charming nymph is laid, never again to rise a maid. The vigorous bridegroom, now impatient grown, thrown himself by her side with eager joy and amorous pride, ready to seize the prey that's now his own. And now that all have left the place, transporting joys crowd on space, the nymph contends like one that would not win. Entrained with pleasure, now she lies. The youth has gained the noble prize, and now her fears are past and joys begin. On Fruition by Sir Charles Sedley. None but a muse in love can tell the sweet tumultuous joys I feel when on Celia's breast I lie, when I tremble, faint, and die, mingling kisses with embraces, darting tongues and joining faces, panting, stretching, sweating, cooing, all in the ecstasy of doing. Here's a broadside song from 1720, The Bashful Maid. Much I love a charming creature, but the flame with which I burn is not for each tender feature, nor her wit, nor sprightly turn, but for her, down, a down, 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 dairy, hey, down, down, a down, dairy, down. On the grass I saw her lying, straight I seized her tender waist. On her back she lay complying, with her lovely body placed under my down a down 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 dairy. Hey down down a down dairy down. But the nymph, being young and tender, could not bear the dreadful smart. Still unwilling to surrender, called Mama to take the part of her down a down 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 dairy. Hey, down, down, a down, dairy, down. Out of breath, Mama came running to prevent poor Nancy's fate. But the girl, now grown more cunning, cried, Mama, you're come too late. For I'm down, a down, 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 a. For I'm down, a down, dairy, down. Thank you.